following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Welcome back to Speed Street. Happy Thanksgiving to you. The Thanksgiving holiday is upon us. The long weekend, whether you're celebrating uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or a little bit of all of them. Um, hope it's off to a great start. Hope it's been a good one. Hope the families haven't been driving everybody too crazy. Hope everybody's staying safe, getting a lot of good food. This is one of our favorite episodes that we do on Speed Street. Um, Connor and I did one last year on, um, what do they call it now? Is it, is it blackout Wednesday? I think we talked about this last year. Is it Thanksgiving? What is the day before Thanksgiving? Well, this is indeed blackout Wednesday. It's a, it's, it's a novel holiday, uh, pregame. Um, I, I, I heard of it once I was, a uh, an adult. I heard that it was a thing. Uh, and, and if you're an Indiana, if you're an Indiana person, uh, this often takes place in a little place called Broad Ripple. And uh, that's where I first experienced Blackout Wednesday. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of friends, family are in town and everyone wants an excuse to go out and maybe have a couple beverages, have a couple, uh, you know, meals together before the big meal. So that, that that's where I feel like Blackout Wednesday has started. And if you choose to participate in that, well, we wish you all the best luck. <laughs> yes. Again, be safe. Have fun. Be sure to call an Uber, you know, have your dad uh, or your grandpa or whoever's kind of kicking it on the lazy boy, give them a call to come get you, that sort of thing. Um, but we have a lot of fun on this episode. Obviously, racing is wrapped up. NASCAR is in the books. IndyCar has been Formula One wrapped up over the weekend. So we're fully into the off season, and we get to start it off uh, on Blackout Wednesday, Thanksgiving weekend, by having a lot of fun just doing a bunch of segments about who's cooking the best food, who do you want to sit with at the table, all that sort of stuff. But, of course, you heard him already. Uh, this is Speed Street. I am Joey Molinero and can't do it without my man, Connor Daly. How you doing, man? I saw you are doing some good festivities with your lady over the weekend. How are we feeling? Nah. All good, man. Uh, everything is great. Watched a Formula One race over the weekend to officially cap off the season. But, uh, yeah, had a good weekend. Uh, caught a little bit of the uh, Colts-Eagles action. Uh, thanks to a friend of the uh, friend of the show, Boston Scott, um, saw him on on the Saturday night before the game. It was great to catch up with him. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, please do. Great, great conversation with him. Um, but uh, but yeah, then went out to just a quick little jaunt out to California for like two nights. So <laughs> that was it. And uh, but we're back now. We're back now in Indiana for uh, for quite a long time for the Thanksgiving. Uh, until basically into December, so it's going to be a, a nice, a nice few weeks. You're always jaunting out to California. Uh, you got <laughs> that down pat, man. You can do that in your sleep. Just well, up. these long distance relationships, you know, you got to do, you got to do some work. It takes some effort, so it, uh, you know, that's what we got to do. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned <laughs> it. Formula One wrapped up over the weekend. Um, we know, we've known for a while. Uh, Max Verstappen again, world champion. Um, he had that in the bag for, for a bit here. Um, but well, what was your thoughts on uh, the race over the weekend? Um, and just kind of the season as a whole. And, and again, I mean, we've talked a lot about it on this show, the momentum and the, the popularity boom that formula one is having, you, you feel like that's going to continue into 2023 and beyond. Yeah, I, I, it was, you know, a cap off to their season. They had, you know, the the race looked fantastic. There's a lot of, you know, I, I actually love that track. That was my last F3 podium um you know before kind of 
coming back over to the states. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, it's you know Formula One is is powerful. They released a bunch of TV numbers, which I think um, you know were very very strong. I mean they you know we talk about that million that million number, right? We want to have a million people watching per weekend, and they they pretty much did that. You know what I mean? They don't have the the big one like the Indy Five Hundred that you know we really you know, use aggressively and, and, and works well for us. Um, but they're definitely solid and they, and people are watching and they have a, you know, huge new TV deal. Um, and, and, and uh, yeah, I, I think the fact that they've now run halfway into this, into November, uh, they were even testing this week. Um, you know, that, that creates a lot of hype and I'm sure the drive to survive season is going to be launched, you know, right before the season next year to get people all jazzed up to get people going so that they're, they're really only going to have probably a one or two months, maybe not even, I bet a month and a half that's somewhat quiet, um, you know, before they get back into it. So, you know, good for them for, for doing that. Uh, but I, I, I think I, it, it was a, I, I hate to see the season end. you know, when, when Max won so early, I did enjoy the race, but like, again, Max won by a mile. It didn't even look like he tried. So that that, that was one of those classic F1 races that we used to see with Michael Schumacher back in the day where he just won by forever. And like, I, I guess I enjoyed watching a battle for a second, but I was also like, I don't really know if I'm like fully, fully enjoying this. And, and then nothing happened at the end. Like Sergio caught Charles Leclerc and, and then he ran out of laps and the race is over. So it it was kind of we we settled back into one of those F one races that was sort of just like, uh, all right, well that was just an F one race, you know what I mean? So yeah. did did, did nothing, some laps and then yeah, the guy we all knew it was going to win one, and there we go. Yeah, and that was it. So you know there was some I, I enjoyed seeing Vettel. You know, sadly it seemed like they kind of screwed him on the strategy, um, and and he had an opportunity to maybe score more points and take sixth in the constructors championship from, from, from alpha. Uh, but he didn't and, but he still scored the points and to see him do donuts after the race, that was cool. Like I enjoyed seeing all those guys do, do some donuts. That was like, Hey, let's do a little celebrating. And, and Vettel have, you know, gave a really cool speech like after the, after the race, when he got interviewed by Jensen button. So there was a lot of cool stuff there, but again, the electricity was a hundred times higher the year before, right? It was, it was crazy. It was chaos. And this time it was just like, all right, we decided second place in the championship. So I'm sure F1's a little bit sad about that, but, um, but it is what it is. You know, if you're an F1, you know, die hard, good for you guys to, to get that, you know, that get that season in, you had a great season. Everyone had a great season and I love F1 too. I was great to go to a race this year, but you know, now we can fully focus our attention in the off season. What's going to happen? Is there going to be some news? Is there going to be more uh, craziness in IndyCar? Who knows? We saw Jay Fry talk about we need we need you know, we need twenty races. That would be a sweet spot. He must listen to the podcast because we talk about <laughs> twenty races being the number all the time. I I think twenty races is the perfect number. So now we have the off season. We can fully fully talk about you know what's going to come next year. What kind of, you know, who we're going to interview some more people over this off season, talk to some drivers about what the future looked like. Um, and it's exciting. I, I, I think it's a, I think we're, we're going to have as exciting of an off season as, as I'd say we can have. Would you, would you think, would you agree, Joey? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope so. I think, um, you know, I mentioned momentum with formula one, but I think again, we talked about it right after, 
uh, the IndyCar season wrapped in September, but you just look across the field of the drivers that are a part of this series and continuing to be so and continuing to grow. Um, I think it's a super, super exciting time, you know, going into the off season, looking ahead to 2023, you know, whether it's the rise of a guy like Scotty Mack, um, you know, the continued presence of people like Will Power and, and, and Scott Dixon that are there, um, you know, some, some more guys like, uh, you know, Marcus Erickson, who had a big year, who continues to establish himself in the series. Uh, it's great times. And, and, and like we, like we talked about before, the, the off season for us is a lot of fun because, you know, that's where we really get to our stretch our legs. You know, we really get to bust a move and we don't have to just be reserved and, and talk about what happened and what's going to happen in the upcoming week. Uh, even though we missed the racing, but it is fun to just be able to dive in this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, would, would, Do a little speculation. Maybe. Yeah. The speculation's great. Um, I saw they all, every driver got together. They all did a big dinner for, for Vettel. Uh, would that ever happen in IndyCar? Would, would, would the full series, would everybody be able to get together and, and send somebody off? You know what? That's actually funny. There, there, for those who didn't see, there was a quite a social post the, the couple of days before the Abu Dhabi race. Um, all the drivers get together, but that's also because they actually have like a like a formalized um like union type thing like the 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 grand prix drivers associations the gpda like they like have a seat at the table thankfully which is which is kind of which is kind of cool and so they got everyone together for a big dinner and i and honestly it was for vettel yes but like that's pretty cool that they can do that i i actually don't i don't know if we could ever do that. Oh, I'm glad my doorbell rings. That's convenient for podcasting. I don't know who that is. But anyway. Are all good? <laughs> I, I I thought this dinner was was really cool. Like, and again, people are F1 has become such a high drama series that people are immediately diving into who's standing next to who. Why are these teammates standing next to each other and, and them not? I'm like. Are you guys serious? Like, can we not just enjoy the fact yeah. that like everyone and, and all the F1 fans too that I was looking at in the, in the comments, uh, in the Instagram comments, like everyone's crying because they're so happy they see everyone together. And I'm like, honestly, I, I think we've, we would do that in IndyCar, but no one would take a picture of it because they wouldn't want to see us out having a great time together. You know what I mean? So I, I, I hope that we could do that someday. I really do. But, uh, you know, the, good for F1 because again, all those drivers who posted that photo, I guarantee it was one of their most liked photos of the year. I promise you. I guarantee that that yeah. drove so much social traction because social attraction, because again, it's a cool moment when you're doing cool stuff, put it on the internet. I know it's like kind of annoying that we live in that era, but that's where that's how we live right now. That's 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 it. So I I was I was excited to see that. And um it, it's Yes, I didn't expect to see that because everyone does seem we we all think that they're all very anti each other. Yeah. But it still is like that fraternity that we kind of talk about. It still is that community, you know, if if everyone, you know, if they can all help grow the sport together, then everyone makes more money. So that then that's important. So what you're saying is what we need in 2023 is the 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 field of 33 driver photo that happens every single year but then I, after that we need to have all 33 you know up at a booth in envy in downtown well no 
Let's take let's maybe a prime 47. We'll sit down at the steakhouse to <laughs> get the room reserved. Maybe we'll get a little uh, you know, we get some steaks for everyone. Maybe some nice uh we'll, we'll do a Groupon so we can all afford it because F1 drivers make way more money than we do or we'll just send the bill to Colton Herta since he's the highest paid IndyCar driver now. So, we'll be hey, we'll be fine. Send it to Colton, put it on Papa Pinsky, you know, I'm sure we can we can figure something out there. Be all yeah, right. exactly. Papa Pinsky, <laughs> you know how it goes. Um, and, and to get into some IndyCar really quickly, uh, Ganassi, they obviously have a seat left, right? They have the, what was the number 48. They're now going to have the number 11 car. Now that was interesting because that 48 was tied to Jimmy. So does Jimmy still show up there? I don't know. Um, but now they have the number eight, nine, 10 and 11. So good for chip for having, you know, now no one's upset. They can all just read the numbers right through. They're all going to be next to each other on the entry list um, because they do it in number order. Um, but that's that's interesting. It's another, you know, it, it kind of gives us a clue to what's going to happen next. That's going to be the biggest, that's going to be the biggest decision over the next however long it is. You know, is it Nicholas Latifi from F1? Is he going to do something? Is it Jimmy Johnson on the ovals? I mean, I don't know. Is it another potential F1 um, cast off, I, I or not cast off, but just someone from F one. Um, I I I think that's an interesting uh, little tidbit. So if you didn't see that, Chip and the Ganassi team now running number eight, nine, ten, and eleven. So that that's that's about as exciting IndyCar news as I think I've seen. <laughs> Do you think there's any anybody possibly within IndyCar that could make a little hop, hop, skip, and jump over to Chip? I really don't think so. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I think everyone is pretty much settled for certainly of 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 chip quality. Um, but this was actually a very funny thing that I did notice as well a couple of days ago, and this is totally random. You might people of the show who follow IndyCar might not have seen this, and this might not mean anything. But a driver named James Jakes, who I don't know if you remember that Joey. But James Jakes was uh, an IndyCar driver, let's say 2013, 14, 15, 16-ish, or, or around then, maybe maybe only to 15. If I look behind me on my wall of Indy 500 starts, he's up there <laughs> somewhere. But James Jakes drove for Dale Coyne Racing um, in the Acorn Stairlifts machine. I think he drove for Ray Hall as well. Ray Hall, yeah, he drove for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan as well. Um, James doesn't post on social media a lot. And I like James a lot. I, James, James helped me do some social media stuff around the uh, 2020 season before that went into COVID COVID times. Um, James Jakes posted a little screenshot on his, on his story about his, uh, IndyCar drug test past. And I was like, Oh, James, are you, are, are, is it, I responded with, is it comeback season? And he was like, Yes, mate. And I and I don't know if that's true or not. We might have been joking. I was like, oh, perfect. I'll see you at the track. But uh, James Jakes, for some reason, put on his Instagram story that uh, he passes IndyCar drug tests. And who knows? Maybe it's comeback season for James Jakes. I, I, I don't know that. But let's speculate. The Acorn Stairlifts machine might be coming back. Should be a nice little surprise. We yeah, uh, that would be huge. Yeah, 
Next next spring, yeah. Hey, he's there. He's not there. Either way, you you get a little surprise. So okay, we'll keep Jake C Nation. Jake C Nation could um, be back. I he had a lot of great supporters. <laughs> I saw, and we talked about it before the show a little bit, but saw the uh, another kind of screenshot or uh, you know photo that was tweeted out by our buddy Sage Karam. Yes, of uh, just the driver signature and it being him. Um, and it was you know definitely a little tease action going on there. Now he's still looking for a ride for the Indy 500. Could that be what he's hinting to? Is that more NASCAR that he's hinting to? What do you think? Yeah, I I found that interesting. I think drivers we I, I mean I've loved to when you see your name on a contract. This is a personal story, and I think everyone feels this way as well. I mean, I'm sure you've you've done the same thing, Joey. When you see something and you have to put your name on there, and it means a lot to you, you're like, "Hey, this is pretty cool." Um, yep. When you see that contract and you worked hard, and you and you and you know that that is a a reward or a, a it's the end all of like, "Hey, we put in the effort. We now have a deal. We're employed." Because when you put your name on that, either you're going to get paid. Or if they don't pay, they pay you, there's a lawsuit and you win. So I don't know. But yeah, Sage put out a, you know, that he signed a deal. Uh, and I talked to Sage a little bit at a wedding uh, last week two or two weeks ago, the wedding that I was at. Um, and and yeah, I, I do think that it's it's more NASCAR related. I Sadly, I don't know if it's an IndyCar, Indy 500 deal because his seat was obviously taken by uh, Stefan Wilson, which was announced uh, last week. I guess that is IndyCar yep. news that we can talk about. But um, Stefan Wilson uh, announced that he was in the the 24 car for for Dry Reinbold uh, at the Indy 500, um, which is great, honestly, for Stefan. He's he's busted his butt to to be back at the Indy 500. Um, I think that's definitely one of the guys right now that's 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 doing as much as you can to get back in the field. So. Um, so good for him, but that means that, you know, Sage Karam's out of a ride. Um, and, and I, and I'm, and I'm very curious to see, uh, you know, what his program is, but I think he started to bit, make a name for himself in that NASCAR world. And if it's a NASCAR deal, awesome. And if it's an Indy 500 deal, awesome as well. But I yeah. guess, you know, time will tell. Yeah, definitely. Love seeing, uh, love seeing our guy out there, Lebanese lightning, uh, that I dubbed him K S Sage money, S money. What was SK it? Money. SK money. SK money. That was on his helmets back in the day. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love seeing success for him, obviously. Um, all right. Anything else before we want to get into this Thanksgiving extravaganza? Yeah, I don't think so. Just, you know, we we've we've got our IndyCar news and and I think it's time to uh, you know, and also I'm excited. I think we're gonna really get into some guests in December because people won't be doing anything. And yeah. we want to hear some interesting stories. We want to hear from some IndyCar drivers. We want to hear from some potentially. My goal is to somehow get a Formula One driver on. Uh, I'm going to be throwing out invites. But again, all those Formula One guys probably vacation in extreme beach uh, locations where they don't use internet. They just use money to, uh, to connect to the web. And it's, you know, it's just, it's things that we, we don't get to experience. So we'll see. But uh Fingers crossed we get someone from the F1 realm uh, on the show. For sure. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, I forgot about that. December, everybody's kind of down. No excuse. No, no excuse, excuse. Not to hop on for everybody out there. Uh, all right, I want to throw one off the top. I think we did something similar to this last year. But, hey, times change. Taste buds change. And so this is going to be off the dome a little bit. 
but I just thought of it while we were talking. When we do a podium for your Thanksgiving foods, your Thanksgiving dishes could be dessert, could be a, a side dish, could be the main thing, could be a drink. Mm. Podium, Ben, I want you in on this too. So, you know, third, second, first. Let's go in that order because you go first and it's done and everybody only cares about the winner. Three, two, one, the Thanksgiving podium. Connor, do you want to start or do you need me to? Um, yeah, let's you go first, Joey, because I want to I want to hear where your brain goes with this, because I have a few ideas, but uh, I would like to see where your brain goes with this first. OK, because you're a family guy now. You're I mean, you're you're like literally you were on the show and you have a kid. <laughs> so now like now you have to be you have to know these things. I'm at the point where we're hosting uh, yeah. at my house. So that's that's what's wow. happening. Big, big year. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Third, I think, I think you'd probably be a little bit surprised. Some people will probably hate my list, but I, I, my, this is, this is my Thanksgiving. When I think Thanksgiving, this is my shit that I think. Three, mashed potatoes and gravy. All right. Disgusting. The gravy doesn't count. <laughs> it, it, it's included. Those things go together. Right. It's just like, you know, it would coke and bur- coke and whiskey or or uh you know mac and cheese like those are those are two things can't gravy have the mac without the cheese exactly mashed potatoes and gravy number three side dish number two pumpkin pie what my, oh. my my favorite thanksgiving dessert obviously one of my favorite thanksgiving dishes when i think of turkey day in late november I'm thinking of that delicious, scrumptious, orange brownish piece of warm pumpkin pie that I get to just absolutely house multiple times, not only on Thursday, but the entire weekend as well. So that's coming in second place, getting the silver, getting the uh, you know, the 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 second the next highest podium. Wow. And then number one, the side dishes of all side dishes on this day of thanks. Stuffing. Okay. All right. Big stuffing guy. I we're gonna have a there's gonna be an interesting stuffing reference later in another segment that we do, but that's that's impressive. Huge um, stuffing guy. And and what's interesting is that I was not until later in my life, I'd say the first 22, 23 years, it was just like, what? I don't know, man. Are you serious? But then I got into it, and now it's just, I mean, I it's half my plate. I can't have enough of it. It's so good. So no no main dishes, no turkey, no no ham, none of that for me. I am I am side dish dessert guy on Thanksgiving. So taking the checkered flag, stuffing. <laughs> now, see, I have an interesting question about stuffing. What do you consider stuffing to be best made with? Like, do people mix in other things in stuffing sometimes to mix it up? Or is there like a key, uh, like a start, like a, is there a key starting lineup for ingredients for the stuffing that is, is most approved of? Right. Here's the thing. I don't even know what it's. Okay. Made. All right. <laughs> it's, it's almost like regurgitated bread. And f- yeah, like just, if you, if you put green beans, beans and bread and gravy together and you chewed it up and you spit it back out, that's essentially stuffing. And I'm probably making a lot of people be turned off to stuffing right now, but that's just what it is. It's, it's just, just science. It's like, yeah, you know? that's then, fair. You know? Is that what it, what's the, what do you, 
I, you know, the funny thing is I don't really like stuffing, but I love green beans. I love bread oh. and I love gravy. So you put them all together and you think I'd like it and I don't. So I don't know what to tell you. What? Put them in the blender well, the and deep fry it. Yeah. I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's the ingredients. I'm just telling you what I think it looks that's, like. See, that's what I think it is too. Yeah. yeah. Like you think it looks like something I'd like, but I don't. So. All right. There it is. There's, see, my, there's my top three. And, and I respect that. And, and I'm not a chef. By any means, I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a cook, so I don't I don't know these things. Um, I know my mother is very good at cooking, and she is very excited to prepare potentially all these things. Um, but I'm gonna go. Um, you know, I'm gonna start off with third place. Um, and and for me, I don't eat turkey, so turkey is not on my list. I I, I just I, I don't eat it, um, and I'm not a turkey guy. But there's something about um, sweet potato casserole. Like, let's just get a sweet potato casserole, maybe a little melted brown sugar on there, maybe some mm. marshmallowy stuff, whatever you whatever you consider. Now, again, maybe not great for the diabetes, but if you get a little brown sugar with a little marshmallow, a little sweet potato all mixed up together there, there's something about that that really uh, you know, is 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 quite nice. Um and I actually hope that my mother listens to this podcast in, sh- in time to make that for Thanksgiving. Um, but I, but that's that's kind of where I'm going first, bro. I've never had I've never had that sweet potato cat. Really? Oh, are you serious? I'm serious. I, I haven't. I, you know what? If I come across it this year, I will try it because I didn't realize I'll save that you, you, some. Were, you were such a big fan. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, and now I wasn't a big sweet potato guy. I wasn't. Maybe it was turning 30. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was being an adult now. Maybe it's because I'm a relationship guy now. I got to diversify my palate. I don't know. Yep, yep. Taste buds change, yeah. Um, But honestly, second, now this is, um, this might be a basic decision, a a basic, uh, I I, I don't know. But I love um, cornbread. I really like cornbread. And and if that's at the Thanksgiving dinner table, I, I love cornbread or even like a cornbread casserole that my mom makes sometimes. Look, mix a little cornbread in. It's a little bit of a different um a I don't, Yeah, but I'm a casserole guy. Yeah, it's you know, I'm I'm an adult <laughs> now. But the cornbread casserole, I don't know if anyone's even had that or if that's even a Thanksgiving thing, but it seems like it because it looks fally and it's and it's I don't know. But I'm a big cornbread casserole guy. Um and if you haven't tried it, please do. Uh, and number one on the list, um, I think there was, you know, uh, actually both of P2 and P3 could have easily taken the win, but it was uh, very much a a photo finish. But uh, again, maybe basic, but our family, and this might be unique to my family, we like to make homemade ice cream. And... If we do our homemade ice cream, we like to have that for dessert at Thanksgiving and Christmas. And guess what? It's Thanksgiving time. So all these things that I mentioned are not very healthy. And again, I'm not a stuffing guy. Stuffing could be on the list there somewhere. I do like stuffing. But if I'm going to have homemade ice cream on Thanksgiving after my sweet potato casserole my and my, and my corn casserole and maybe even some stuffing and whatever else we're having, I'm a sweets guy because I don't get to do it very often. Diabetes has me living anti-sweets, but on the holidays, I'm going to have me some sweets. So I'm, I'm going to go homemade ice cream right at the top. Uh, give me some homemade vanilla ice cream, and and I'm a happy camper. Very sweet, heavy. Interesting. Yes. 
So do you have yes. like what what would be you said you're not a turkey guy? What is your main dish? I actually have no idea. I assume my mom whips up some weird tofu display, and I'm gonna eat some tofu that's been cooked with some uh with some of that stuffing, some of the corn casserole, green beans. We're gonna have some green beans for sure. Maybe some of the sweet potatoes. Um, but that's tofu kind of that's that's about it. I know it's it's awful. It's it's I sh- I should resign as a man, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. This is wild, man. I, I don't <laughs> remember from last year. Very interesting. Yeah. Ben, let's go. Um, I would say mine's a little unconventional because we do Turkey, but we also do ham and I'm, I don't really oh, like Turkey ham. as much. So like the honey baked ham expensive, fantastic though. I was uh, a ham guy. Like if, if, when I did eat meats back in the day of 2016 ish, I was a ham guy. I would go ham over turkey. So I will say that. Yeah. So number three, um, this is probably my favorite side dish of anything. Green bean casserole. It's it's creamy. It's sweet. I, that's probably half my plate. Most of the time you get the little onion strings, a little crunch on there. I I love it. Um, number two, uh, it's probably my favorite dessert. Apple pie, warm apple pie, scoop of ice cream or some cool whip. Easy money for me. Uh, See, apple pie just screams like summer to me, though. You know what? I mean, I can, no, I can have no it. Way. In, I can have it Thanksgiving, but that's apple, like apple pie is like Fourth like of July, having season. a hot dog, watching a baseball game. <laughs> that's orchard season. You go pick up some pumpkins, orchard get some apple season. pie. Like that's fall. What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, I can have it. I don't <laughs> yeah, just, go on a hayride, get your apple pie. Right, right. <laughs> Pretty Number one, uh, I said it before, but ham. I love ham. So ham. Keep it simple. Right. But so we finally, uh, of the three of us, we finally got a meat. Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> no turkey. Our Thanksgiving podiums. We we finally get a get a meat, and it did take the checkered flag though for ham. All right, very interesting. That's good. What do we want to? Uh, what do we want to hit next? So the so the next thing I, I tweeted this out as well. If you follow me on the twitters, uh, Twitter does does still exist. So for those that thought it was going to go away. <laughs> Uh, it still exists and it looks like it's doing better than ever. Uh, silly of us to even think so. Silly of me to even think so. But uh, sometimes you got to make sure everyone knows about all your social platforms. Um, I, I I came up with an interesting idea of come up with, let's say, your your top three drivers to cook a certain dish for Thanksgiving. But those top three drivers must be one driver from IndyCar, one driver from NASCAR, one driver from Formula One. And what dish would they cook? at a Thanksgiving uh, celebration. So it, you know, you could really go multiple ways with this, right? Like, cause Joey doesn't really know many formula one drivers and you know, knows a few NASCAR. well, you know of them, but you don't know them personally. Right. So I would say this is interesting. Cause a lot of this, and to be fair, I don't really know how many F1 drivers cook either, but just judging purely by what you see in the media, purely by who they are, um, I will go first because I started okay. this segment and yeah. I would like to start out with IndyCar because we love IndyCar. We're, uh, we're IndyCar people, uh, and we're excited for the next season. Um, so my IndyCar driver that I would choose to cook as the most efficient and probably the most, um, I would say detailed and talented cooker. I'm not going to lie. Alexander Rossi, like Alexander Rossi, after living with Alex Rossi, he is a cook. He does cook food, um, and he's good at it. He's detailed. 
he uh he's he's a perfectionist so he wants to make sure it's right and what i'm going to have him cook is the stuffing because again there could be some multiple ingredients there could be some things that you got to mix in could be some things you got to you know put in the in the oven for 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 perfection so i i think alex rossi is uh is going to be the stuffing um the stuffing chef uh, for all those reasons, um, nice. would you would you, does that sound fair, Joey? Is this fairish? Very, very, very fair. Um, that he was one of the ones I thought of just because of all the things you said. I mean, this is a guy who has never been to Old Navy before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, he has a high taste, right? I mean, he 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 he's he's someone who really likes the finer things in life, and you know. Yeah. Uh, by just he doesn't looking... know he, he doesn't know Marshalls exists right. Uh, <laughs> uh, TJ Maxx never heard of him. Never uh, heard of it. <laughs> uh, he, he's somebody who <laughs> the way he carries himself at the track, the way he carries himself when you're just hanging out with him, uh, the way he presents himself, you know that it would be a very fine plate that is put together. So I do, I I do like that pick. There you go. So all right, next next up, I'm going to go with NASCAR. Now that I'm a NASCAR a NASCAR Cup Series competitor. Um, I still don't know that many more NASCAR cup drivers, but this just seems right. And I, and again, I don't know this person at all. I've never met them at all. Um, but I chose Martin Truex Jr. And I chose him to cook the Turkey because he looks like a wilderness man. He looks like a man that could cook a Turkey. Uh, like the one that can catch a turkey with his bare hands. And that's exactly it. right. So he went out and wrestled the turkey and killed the turkey and then brought it to the, the air fryer or whatever, however they do it. Um, so Martin Truex Jr. is going to be cooking my turkey. I mean, he's Bass Pro Shops guy. I mean, uh, tracker no. boats. I mean, he's 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 just he's the turkey guy. I see him dressed in camo at the dinner table, having a great time with the family, making sure that cookie or that cookie, that turkey is, is super dead. And super cooked. So he could have been on Duck Dynasty, you know. <laughs> he could have been on Duck Dynasty. So Truex is our turkey guy. He's gonna make sure the family's well fed, the family of racing drivers here. Um, now this is I, I I kind of embedded my podium of foods in with this one, but my Formula One driver I'm going with, and he just retired, but Sebastian Vettel. Sebastian Vettel is a very quiet man, right? He's not a big social media guy. He, he doesn't really do a lot. So we don't really know about him, mm -hmm. but we know he's grown his hair out. We know he's got kids. So he's a, he's a dad. He's out here preparing things. And he just seems like a guy that probably knows how to do everything well because four-time world champion, he does everything. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, he's, he's fighting the good fight for everyone he can out there. Um, and I'm going to have him cook my sweet potato casserole. I, I'm going to have Vettel get in there. He's going to be in the kitchen. He's going to have his hair wrapped up in a, in a cool man bun, I'm sure. And as, as, as many people I'm sure could cook well with the man bun, Vettel's going to do it for us. And for some reason, when I thought about all the drivers on that grid, I was like, I bet Vettel can whip up a mean sweet potato casserole. Okay. That's I mean, with. casseroles, yeah, it seems like someone who you said he's quiet, he's kind of more reserved, he would have to be focused in on something like that, not be, you know, carrying a conversation, looking away. Oh, that makes sense. I like it. That's good. Exactly. All right. I like it. So we went Rossi, Truex, and Vettel. For yes, you. those are my racing family Thanksgiving top three.
Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start IndyCar as well, and I'm going to go uh, with a man who has also become a fairly recent father, um, a man who has a lot of money, um, oh. someone who is very good at dad jokes, who would oh. really be running the table, a very head of the table kind of guy. I imagine him with a, a cheesy chef hat on and a apron around himself while he's using one of the finest uh smokers or 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 green eggs that you have for uh a a turkey to serve the main main dish and that would be joseph newgarden Uh, Ah. i'm gonna i'm gonna have uh, old joey newgarden uh like i said rocking the um you know some cheesy dad saying on it about you know who's the biggest turkey with two thumbs on the apron and that's him and, yep. and, and he's doing the thing and he brings it in on the table and he's sitting at the head of the table and he gives a toast and everybody's happy because he's got so much charm and he's he's the dad, right? So Joseph Newgarden for IndyCar to make the turkey. I, I like that. I think I've seen Joseph uh, walk out in the rain and try to cook pizzas in a stone oven. Uh, so he can cook a very delicious pizza and he made it, him and Brian Simpson made it with their hands. They did the dough, the sauce. So Joseph is a confirmed chef. So I, I do see that working. He's got to provide for his family. You know, he's got a kid. Uh, the kid's got to eat if he wants to grow up and and be as shredded as his father is. So there you go. And, you know, he's um, Joseph's just the kind of guy that's just good at everything he does. And well, exactly. so that would be, you know, making a, a, a killer main course you know, he could kind of go both ways when he's making it with the apron. He could go shirtless and look super good uh, with just the go. apron on. Or you could definitely – you could see him being shirtless with it on, or you could see him going full dad with the sweater over the polo shirt, and either way would work. Yeah. I'm gonna go- also, quick thing for 2023, I say we try to find something that Joseph Newgarden is not good at. I don't I don't know how we do that, but there, there should be a goal for us as an IndyCar community, fan base – Let's find something Joseph Newgarden isn't good at. I, I don't know what that would be, but let's just find it. It's a good challenge. Good. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, I'm going to go Formula One next. And I'm going to go uh, with a guy that you're pals with. His future in Formula One is a little bit up in the air, I believe, right now. Um, but a guy that is confirmed to be uh, an America lover. So with Thanksgiving being um, an American holiday. <laughs> uh, I, I see him coming over and being very much into it, wanting to go all out. Um, and that'd be Daniel Ricardo. And I think Danny Ricardo would bring he would bring a smorgasbord of stuff because he would want to impress everybody. He would want to let it be known, hey, I know this is your guys' thing. I love America. I want to be a part of this. So not only is he just bringing one side dish, but he's bringing like the most traditional side dishes that he whips up. And I'm thinking um, green beans, mashed potatoes and stuffing. And he's bringing all of them. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, Danny, we are you seriously? I mean, we're good, man. Like you just, we just asked you to bring green beans if you could. And he's like, oh no, this is great. You know, like it's Thanksgiving. I'm all in. And, and he kills it with the side dishes. So that's he got he got the he got the sampler platter at Costco. Like he went exactly. there, boom, sank Thanksgiving sampler. Here's the trifecta. Exactly. Right. So Daniel Ricardo <laughs> from Formula One representative. He's all in on America, an American holiday, the American holiday, Thanksgiving. Boom. And then lastly, <laughs> with NASCAR, 
I'm going uh, a man who is confirmed to like to have a good time, a man who would certainly bring the party to Thanksgiving. You know, an important underrated aspect, especially as you get older in Thanksgiving, is not only the food or the football that you're watching on TV, but it's the bar cart. Yes. And so I'm having Denny Hamlin bring the ingredients for vodka Red Bulls and you're absolutely housing those as the evening goes on later and later, and you're having a great time uh, all corralled around the bar after the table has been cleaned up, the turkey has been eaten, the side dishes have been put away in the fridge to have tomorrow, and Denny's just back there absolutely slinging some vodka Red Bulls, some RBVs for uh, everybody. I love that. I, I respect that. We know Denny is a – is a family man, so he's probably going to cook that, whatever he needs to cook all day, turkeys and stuffings. But then you know what? Yeah, let's sling some Red Bull vodkas as well. Let's let's have a great time. Let's watch the Lions win a football game. Let's watch, you know, all these people play football. Who uh-huh. knows? So I, I, I respect that. He's got a basketball court in his house, so I'm sure he's very, very entertaining after, you know, after the food is over. Let's say, hey, let's go in and get some fitness on. But every time you make a three pointer, you do a shot. So who knows? Maybe that's maybe that's the vibe in that house. Maybe Michael Jordan shows up. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and he the brings things those, are endless. He brings those like two foot long cigars, and so all of a sudden <laughs> you're having Red Bull vodkas and two foot long cigars with Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. Thanksgiving stogies for the boys. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I respect it, that. Lay it on us. All right. Um, I kind of went. I'm going to start with IndyCar. Scott Dixon seems like maybe he's not make, maybe he's making the turkey. Maybe he's making one thing, but I could just see him being a great host. He's dressing up the house. He's got the fireplace oh, yeah. on. He's walking out with the sweater. Connor, you probably know this. I can see him drinking bourbon, just walking around with the glass, checking on everybody. Um, big vodka guy. Uh, vodka, big vodka guy. guy okay. Yeah. So he's got oh, a no, actually, it's probably just high dollar wine. High dollar okay. wine. I, I can see that too. Glass of wine walking around, making sure everybody's having a good time, being very hospitable, you know, swishing it around. Yeah. Maybe doing a little <laughs> wine test in the corner. Who knows? So he's got next. that. What's that? The aerator or the thing that yeah, yeah, wine yeah. in and it does the <laughs> z- 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 telling you yeah. all about it. And he's yeah. the point where you're like, would you shut the fuck Sonoma up? Sonoma 2014, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is chosen for the thickness of the grapes. I don't know if you guys know that, but you're like right, right. <laughs> um, next F1. So this side dish definitely doesn't make the meal, but I think it's important to have good bread, good something. You need, you need some grain in there. A bad yeah. grain, bad bread doesn't affect the meal, but a good one definitely ups it. Pierre Gasly, being the Frenchman that he is, a good baguette, oh. a good croissant. Warm right out of the oven. I'm putting him in charge of that. Very nice. Very stylish, too. I feel like he'd be a great guest to have. Just very polite and, you know, keeps himself. Brings good baguette. I would like – I I agree with that. Get the Frenchman in the kitchen cooking some baguettes. He's going to wear a nice sweater to Thanksgiving. He's going to respect the, the holiday for sure. Yes. You got to watch out for the Frenchies around your lady, though, you know. All of a sudden, he puts on that French accent and he's talking baguettes and, you know – yeah, got the nice just, cologne on, you know. Right. The walls are up, like, yeah. Right, right. Um, finally, uh, I have Carlos Sainz going for the dessert. It's a little unconventional for Thanksgiving, but I love flan. I don't Wait, know you, guys... you went multiple F1 oh, drivers here? Oh, shoot. Sorry. I... <laughs> hold on, hold this on. This isn't NASCAR. a top three wrong F1 one, Wrong one. <laughs> I, see, I have, a, I have a ton of scribbles where I was trying to change you my answers. You have a list. Wrong <laughs> That's one. all right. He can be no, our honorable I got, mention. 
I got Daniel Suarez coming in with the flan because that's kind of oh. like a Mexican Latin American because I love flan. A little untraditional for Thanksgiving, but it's if you need some sweet, some light, I think I'm bringing him in there. Um, a what? A flan? What is that? You know what flan is? It's like a, it's like a custardly uh, no. caramel dessert. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's like flan it's like de creme leche. Brulee? No, it's a, it's literally comes in like a, like they make it in a cup and they flip it upside down. They put it on their, uh, on the little plate, light and fluffy, kind of a custard, got like a little brown top with some caramel on it. Got like a nice drizzle. If you listen to this episode, please tweet us pictures of flan. I love it. (laughs) I I don't know what it is. I thought that was like the new nickname for like filet mignon. No, no. (laughs) It's a TikTok thing. I don't know. Right. (laughs) No, you got it's some high wow. taste there, man. That's like some yeah. dining shit. It's it's not really. It's it's usually you get it like you know dining in like a Mexican restaurant, but it's like if you bring it to Thanksgiving, you know, got to make it multicultural. Okay, <laughs> all right, there you go. <laughs> I respect uh, that. Hey, I think we did a pretty good job. I mean, that's a quite a spread. That's quite a you know diverse. I don't think we had any 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 the uh, do overs. Any any no, uh, any of the same ones. Not at all. Um. We had another idea as well. It's to continue our Thanksgiving special here. Obviously, and and Ben came up with this, which I think is a great idea. Um, you know, there's a big parade on Thanksgiving, right? You got the Macy's. Is it still Macy's? The Macy's Day oh, Parade, yeah. whatever yeah. it's called. Very, very exciting. And let's say IndyCar had a float, right? Let's say IndyCar had a big float. We're doing some marketing. What would you want to put on that IndyCar float? Tweet us your ideas. Um Send us, you know, send us messages on what you think you would would be the best idea. So my 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 thought on a, an IndyCar float, right? I mean, just build a big IndyCar on a float anyway, right? Put some wings on it, make it cool colors. But all we need are giant video boards. Like we have a big trailer. It's a it's a tractor trailer size, you know, float, right? Like like a normal big float, and all it is is two giant video boards and some some people waving flags that say we're on NBC. And NBC, giant, we are on NBC, and we play a highlight video, a very quick highlight video, though, not anything crazy, but of pure raw racing sounds, the fact that we're doing 240-plus miles an hour, maybe like a little speedometer on there somewhere, and then just cool sounds, like, just make it the most obnoxious float of all time so people talk about it. Don't make it quiet. Don't make it like just like, hey, uh, this is our schedule scrolling down the screen. No. You'd be like, like explode. Maybe even shoot fireworks off of it at the same time. And and there's out, out the exhaust, out the back, there's going to be fire. Like So you're going to be shooting fire out the whole time. Um, and that's kind of my idea of a Thanksgiving Day Parade. Big NBC flags. Uh, first race September, whatever September. First race in March, right? Uh, and and we need people waving. We need it to be crazy and just just be excessive because we just want people to talk about it. So that's my idea. Love that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good stuff going there. Uh, you know, the idea for just a big giant indie car as is, because then people are like, oh, what is this? Have no, it's indie car. Uh, maybe on the on the one of the boards that you're talking about, like you said, it's not a rundown of the schedule it's just straight up just a big old photo of the schedule with the yes. NBC logos next to it and the dates of when they're racing 
Um, I'll add on. I think there needs to be, I think there needs to be a little indie touch to it. Uh, so I don't know if that's the, um, I don't know if that's the pagoda. Um, I don't yeah. know if that's a yard of bricks. If that's, I don't know whether maybe the pagoda probably, I don't know. Um, but I think there needs to be a touch to that. And then give me, uh, give me Mario Andretti as the Lee Corso, uh, like live person, you know, how on each float they have like Santa on the, on the sleigh or I just, yes. saw, I just saw this year, the corn kid from TikTok is going to be, or like uh, the representative for green giant. He's going to be on the green oh giant. My gosh. Um, Mario Andretti, get his little sweet ass up there and have him, uh, be sipping on wine and doing the Lee Corso wave. And he's just, you know, the nice face representative for uh, the IndyCar, obviously. But, yeah, Connor, I like that idea. A lot of a lot of fireworks happening. A lot of, oh, wow, you know, a lot of that reaction. What's Whoa, IndyCar? What's that? Whoa, hey now. Oh, man, I like that sound. Oh, a lot of that going on. So I dig it. <laughs> Perfect. Ben, did you have an idea on a float? I think you guys pretty much hit. I think the only thing there you, you got is like a large jar of milk. Like get oh, the largest yes. thing of milk, hand out milk samples, a little jar with the logo on it. Like just pump oh, out the dairy. You throw out the little carbon, the little cardboard containers of milk. You just throw right. out those little two exactly. percenters, just shoop, throw them out, whoop, just toss them at people. It might hit people in the face, but it doesn't matter because it's, it's some talking about any car. Yeah. Or you can just, yeah, you have like uh, almost like a slime session from Nickelodeon. You just have <laughs> one of those people just like literally just burbers out milk, you know, onto the people. Yeah. And, and a fire them. hose. Right. Sure, that a would fire go. Hose full of milk. Holding the fire hose of milk and just spraying everybody with it. Hysterical. Uh, do we, let's see. Uh, what about, I think one of the ones I wanted to get to was uh, who you wouldn't want to sit next to at the thanksgiving table yes right was that one of them yes it was um great great idea here worst person worst indycar driver that you could sit next to at the dinner table and i i actually went with someone that's been currently kind of just you know i he's a legend but some of his instagram posts i just don't understand and oh it's elio castroneves i i I I don't know if I would want to sit next to Elio at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Now I like Elio. I I I I had some. I mean, I, he's he's a four time Indy five hundred champion, three time in some communities, and I I like I like him as a person. But if he takes a selfie next to me and and we're just trying to eat some dinner or you know, I, 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 he it could, could be loud. It could be. Could be boisterous. Now, again, it might just and, – and, again, he would be way more famous than me as well. So then everyone's talking to him. They want to hear about his fourth win. They want to hear about, you know, dancing with the stars. Uh, they they want to show us the mirror ball trophy, like, you know, all that stuff. And I'm just trying to eat my, my sweet potato casserole. You know what I mean? So, like, I think Elio would be a tough one to sit next to um, for all those reasons. And, 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 and unless he – unless I see the process of him screenshotting his maps app and posting that screenshot on Instagram. Like I really, if I get to see that process, that would be the only fun thing that I would enjoy. <laughs> I mean, he's almost 50 and you know? I got to cut him some slack <laughs> on the Instagram. He's, he's trying. No, that's funny, man. Um, I, I got, a, I got a couple like that and it's not, 
I like both of these guys a great deal. Um, but for different reasons, I think they would be rough to sit at next to at the at Thanksgiving. One would be Pato Award. Yes. Um, because Pato is a, is a very good looking man. He will tell it to you. He will. He's the star of the show, and all eyes would be on him. Also, he doesn't really eat bad ever at all. So his Thanksgiving plate would be like some dry salad and he would bring like his own grilled chicken and maybe he'd have like one deviled egg or something. And then meanwhile, I'm just housing three servings of stuffing and mashed potatoes and six rolls and, you know, four <laughs> beers. And I'm feeling bad about my chubby face while Pato's over there just perfectly content, you know, with a chiseled jawline eating the most healthy Thanksgiving meal of all time. And that would be annoying. Cause you want to, you want to stuff yourself on Thanksgiving. You know, that's, that's like part that makes of sense. the thing. That's another why the one, pilgrims came over. Yeah. Another one who consider this guy a buddy. And I think he would be a lot of fun, but that's the problem. It could get too fun. Mm. Scott McLaughlin. Oh, okay. Scott McLaughlin can drink like a fish. And if Scott McLaughlin is passing, you know, the booze to you. Hey, come on, mate. Hey, yeah, here's another yeah. one. Here's another one. Come on. Hey, don't don't be don't be uh don't be a rooster, mate. Have another one. And all of a yeah. sudden you're all you're, you're in jail. You're in jail. Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden you're, you're <laughs> yeah. making an ass of yourself at the dinner table <laughs> with the IndyCar drivers and the IndyCar drivers' wives or girlfriends or family or whoever's around because Scotty Mack is just laughing his ass off over there because he's been housing liquor and it's not even affecting him. And then you're just, you know, blacked out at the table. So those would be yeah, my Scotty. Scotty Mac comes to Thanksgiving, you know, everyone's playing football and then suddenly you're in jail. And I, we don't know how everyone got there, but for some reason, you know, prison. So it's, it could be it's, fun, you know, but just, it's just like, Right setting, yeah. You, know, yeah. you could get in some trouble, and you could make a fool of yourself if Scotty Max sitting next to you. Yeah, exactly. Ben, what about you? Um, I did have Elio. I have a couple, but I had Elio mainly because I feel like he'd be a big elbower. Like you're talking to him, ah. he just keeps elbowing you. Like you're just trying to, you know, scoop up something on your plate. He's just sitting there, like, hey man, he keeps talking to you, elbow, and you're like, just stop, stop. Personal space, like. Ah, <laughs> <the> elbow. <laughs> um. I think the guy that would most likely to start a fight at the table, like argument, I'd say would be willpower because yep. you set him off one thing and all of a sudden he's throwing stuff and, you know, talking about politics and this, this and that. And you got the uncle on the other side that's, you know, poking the stick at him and he's just not having it. So, you know, if we're looking that's for family fair. drama, I'd, I'd go to Will. I think we can all agree if we're talking anybody who's ever driven an Indy car, the worst one would be to sit next to is Paul Tracy. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd be entertaining, but yeah. uh, PT. All right. I need to, they'd be one of those. I'm going to get a, I'm going to, I'm going to get a, another plate and then you don't ever come <laughs> I'm going to get another beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we love you, PT, but you are something yeah. else, man. Um, all right. Do we do we have anything else? You want to do uh, uh the, the Ricky Treadway driver of the week and get out of here? Yeah, I think we can. I, I think there was a lot that we covered in our Thanksgiving episode. We appreciate everyone, uh, you know, tagging along with us for this one. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend about our about our show. 
Uh, and again, this is one of our, one of my favorite segments. Um, and I think I finally found a year that we haven't done yet, but I'm not sure. Uh, the Ricky Treadway random Indy 500 driver of the week where we learn about uh, Indy 500 drivers that you might not know about. Um, I went to 1975. Uh, 1975 was won by Bobby Unser. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of very recognizable names in this field. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, people that you'd be like, oh, wow, they did a lot of 500s. Um, but one that I am not as familiar with was the person who finished 17th. Um, and this driver was Sammy Sessions. So Sammy Sessions, uh, Alan Dale Sammy Sessions, uh, American race car driver, born in Michigan, Nashville, Michigan. Uh, and poor guy died in a snowmobile racing accident uh, in Minnesota, which is wild. So he was racing everything. Um, but uh, yeah, many Indy 500s. Uh, looks like 1966 to 1975, uh, 75 being his last one. Uh, failed to qualify three times, but all the rest of them he made. So that's great. Uh, looks like best finish in the Indy 500 was fourth uh, in 1972. So that's a great finish. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's interesting. Based on information in Donald Davison's Indy 500, Indianapolis 500 mile race annual 1974, which I don't even know what that means. But Donald Davison is a great historian. Uh, Sammy Sessions was not given a chance to qualify for the 1974 Indy 500 because of the fuel crisis. Huh. Qualifications were cut to two days in 1974. That is wild. What an interesting situation. There's a fuel crisis in 1974. Who would, who would have thought? We think we have it rough with the gas prices. Oh, yeah. hell. Hmm. He couldn't even qualify for the race. <laughs> so, yeah, Sammy Dang, Sessions, no. 1975, uh, RIP Sammy Sessions, but uh, we learned something new today. Absolutely. That's what we always do here at the end of Speed Street. Um, all right. Appreciate that, CD. That's our annual Thanksgiving special. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you are having a wonderful weekend, a wonderful day, wonderful time with friends and family and loved ones. Uh, you know, not to get too sappy, but, uh, you know, be sure this weekend to tell the people that, uh, you know, mean the most to you or someone you haven't talked to in a while that you're thankful for them. You're grateful for you. Um, you know, that's what it's all about. So wishing you all well, thanks for being with us. We're grateful for you and thankful for you, of course. Um, so have a happy Thanksgiving and, uh, we will talk to you again next week on speed street. Check out dirty Mo media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.